You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hey, you are listening to episode 29 of the Blended Family Podcast. Thank you for being here with me. Before I start, I want to remind you that I am open to topic suggestions from you. If there is something you want me to address on a future show, please write to me and let me know. I want to talk about things you are interested in or areas that you need help with. I will take your questions too. My email is melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Don't forget, you can also send me a voicemail message if you want, and you would send that to speakpipe.com forward slash blendedfamilypodcast. The links are always in the show notes for you too, so check that out after you listen. All right, today's topic is raise the child you were given. So I'm going to explain what I mean by this, how it relates to the blended family, and some suggestions for you to help you. When I say raise the child you were given, you may wonder what I mean by that. Did you ever wish your child were different in some way? Maybe you wish your child were more athletic, more creative, more loving, more intelligent, I think all parents, if they were being honest, could admit to thinking such thoughts at one point or another in their child's life. It goes without saying that we all love our children, so I am not saying that you don't. I don't even necessarily mean that you're disappointed in your kids, though you can be at times. When it comes down to it, we all want the best for our kids, and our intentions are good. Start by thinking back to your own childhood. Can you remember a time when maybe your parent planted a seed like that in you? I can. I remember one time my dad, who adored me, questioned why I didn't do more. He was comparing me to a friend's daughter who sang and danced competitively. He wasn't trying to hurt my feelings, and I know that now. But back then it stung a little. I was an overly shy, socially awkward kid. So it was uncomfortable for me to do those kinds of things. However, I was a straight-A student who stayed out of trouble for the most part, but I didn't feel like I was recognized for those things. So how about you? Maybe your parent didn't say anything to you outright, but you could tell they were thinking it. How did that make you feel? Now think, are you doing this to your own child without realizing it? Don't beat yourself up over it. You're surely not doing this to be malicious. I just want you to recognize the thought patterns that are happening. Thoughts aren't something we can always control. They just creep in sometimes. But today's show is about how to help you with this struggle of comparison. We compare lots of things in our life to others. So why wouldn't we compare our kids too? So here are just some examples of where these thoughts can come up, okay? So let's say the dad, who was a star football player throughout his school years, ends up having a son who won't pick up a ball and has no athletic ability whatsoever. 
His son is an excellent chess player and also plays in the school band, but dad can't help but feel disappointed his son won't play a sport. Or a mom who grew up as a graceful ballerina who now has a daughter with two left feet. She likes to run around in the mud and play with the boys. She won't wear a dress or do anything considered girly. Another example, how about a parent who was super popular as a child, was class president, and now has a child who hasn't any friends and is antisocial? You want to help your child come out of their shell and live life a little bit. What about the parents who have a gay or a transgender child and it's hard for the parent to accept their child's lifestyle. Even if you accept them, you worry about how the rest of the world will treat them. Or how about even the badly behaved child? You can't help but to compare other parents who seem to have an easier time controlling their kids, but yours seems to be so difficult. These are just some common examples, but there are so many more. Oftentimes, we want our children to be more like ourselves, but a better version of ourselves, and then we get frustrated when they are completely different than us. When you feel like this, you have to stop and remember, these kids are not us, nor are they really ours. They are their own people. We get to raise them and help shape their lives for a small time. Then they belong to the world. Whether you believe or not in nature versus nurture is up to you. I believe in both. I think I I certainly think a lot has to do with how you raise them, but sometimes they just have their own path. Have you noticed that with your own kids? If you have teenagers, you probably realize this for sure. As they mature, their individuality really comes out. You may notice traits in them from their own parents, but you'll also see things in them that are individual to just them. They're unique. Let me share a personal story here. So my daughter, as it turned out, was completely different from the child I was. She did share some similarities, but only a few. She was a complete tomboy and loved to wear non-girly clothes. She even would dress up on Halloween in boy costumes. She never liked dolls or dresses. And when Sean came into the picture, he introduced her to football, which she loved. She played for years and was quarterback of her team. Now, I had to accept that this was just who she was. She wasn't going to be the traditional girl prototype. Once I came to terms with her individuality and embraced who she was, I felt so much better. And I thought, wow, how cool is this girl to be able to play football with the boys? I would have never been able to do that when I was young. So the point here is don't expect that your kids will be just like you were. Embrace who they are and then encourage them. Oh, and by the way, she is no longer playing football, nor is she a tomboy. She has completely changed probably when she turned 12 that transformation started and I have to say I was really sad to see her stop playing sports I really enjoyed that so how does this all relate to blended families well a lot of this comes when we compare our kids to other kids before you have a blended family the only opportunity for comparison is maybe at school or the playground but it's more limited 
sometimes in the blended family, you have a lot more exposure to other children, namely your stepchildren. And oftentimes that's when comparison really rears its ugly head. And this is especially true when the kids are close in age. And not to keep bringing up my family, but it's just another example for you. Our kids are so close in age that it's almost impossible to not compare them in certain areas, whether it's academically or athletically. We have one in gymnastics and one in competitive cheer, but they have different levels of ability and we have to realize that that's okay. Where one has strengths, the other may have a weakness. Why compare? That can be so frustrating, but it's in your face on a regular basis. So you really can't help but notice these differences. So how can you overcome this and learn to love, accept, and appreciate the child you were given? The first step is stop comparing your child to any other child. Even if you think you're hiding your feelings, trust me, kids sense this kind of stuff. Remember what I said earlier, think back to your own childhood if your parents did this to you. And let me also point out, Sometimes you don't have the whole picture. That star in your child's class may act different at home. Plus, you never know how a child will change as they mature. Comparing will leave you frustrated and it's fruitless. Think about it. What really comes of this negative thinking? No matter how much you wish your child was different, they are who they are. Don't worry about what other kids are doing. They have their own parents and their own life to live. Now, if the comparison is to your own stepchildren. This is dangerous behavior, and I'll tell you why. It's going to create animosity between you and your stepchild and also your bio child. Feelings of jealousy are going to come up, and family relationships are going to be damaged. Even you and your partner will argue over this. Don't do this, please. Love your bio children and your stepchildren for who they are. That being said, this is a very human issue. We all do it, and your kids are doing it too. They are constantly comparing you to their friend's parents, and also they compare their bio parent to their step parent. So it happens. The next step loving your child. Like I said earlier, of course, you love your children no matter what. I know that, but you must love and accept every part of them. Whether they are shy, clumsy, hyper, or lazy, doesn't matter. Love those qualities as much as you love what you consider their positive qualities. Once you embrace all of their qualities and they feel super accepted by you, they may begin to work on some of their less desirable qualities. And last, put all of your focus on what you do love about your child, if you keep focusing on the negative, then that's all you will see. That's not fair to the child. Instead, I want you to start paying attention to the things you love about them and praise them for that. Tell them how proud you are of them. So if they're getting good grades, praise them. If they're a good friend, praise them for that. I'm sure there are a lot of things you love about your child. Why don't you make a list of all the things you love 
and appreciate about your child. And I bet you'll find that list is bigger than you think it will be. The problem here is we don't often think about the things we love about them because we're all too busy focusing on the things we don't like. So clear out the negative and make room for the positive. It's important to remember that a lot of the things we stress over with our kids are just temporary. They all do eventually grow up and each phase of their life will come with different personality traits and positive and negative qualities. All of this worry isn't going to matter one day. I'll tell you what will matter though, and that would be your relationship with your child. Don't tear your relationship down because you can't accept the child that was given to you by God or the universe, whatever your beliefs are. We must bring up our children. I'm sorry, we must build up our children as much as we can. Try to speak encouragement into them every day. Every day, find something positive you can say to them. It'll help in the long run. Now, I know that maybe this was a tough topic to hear today. It's really hard to admit to ourselves our own shortcomings as parents especially when people aren't honest about it. I will admit to you right now that I have had moments with this child comparison throughout the years. I can be honest with you about that because I want you to know I'm not perfect and I'm not asking you to do something that I don't understand and struggle with myself. As parents, it's something we need to be aware of so we don't ignore it. So now, I open it up to you. Come to the private Facebook group And let me know if this has been a struggle for you. No judgment there. That's not what that group is about. If you are uncomfortable to put it out on there, you can always private message me. But I do feel like it's okay to be open and honest about this stuff. Acknowledgement makes it easier for acceptance to happen. If you don't already belong to the group, you can find us over at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. If you're interested in joining the mailing list, head on over to the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com and you can find the button there on any page. I don't send out obnoxious emails. You'll only get like maybe one a month with some updates and that's how it'll stay unless there's something super important I need to share with you. Now, when you join, you will get a free quiz as a thank you and this quiz will help you determine where your blended family might need some help. A rating or a review over at iTunes would mean the world to me, and I will give you a shout out on the show if you do that for me. It just kind of helps me be seen in iTunes so more people can find the show. So that wraps up today's show, and I really hope that you found it valuable. Let me know. Next week, I'm going to talk about feeling underappreciated in your role in the blended family. Thank you so much for listening. I hope your week is fantastic, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.